Right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. It is Thursday afternoon, cricket is on, Smith's just got out. Uh, what are we? Smith's at 12 and Warner's at 90 or so. Um, all happening in the cricket, especially after the washout yesterday. Really wish uh, backed first ball wicket, even though it paid massive unders. I think it should be paying a lot more. Um, this podcast, we're going to be talking some Sydney racing. Got Tom joining me. There's still some actually pretty good races with the Billiers and whatnot coming up. Uh, and also Steely looks like it's um, a pretty good chance. We might try and get an owner of Steely coming in. Uh, but Thomas, how are you, mate? Good, mate. Yeah, um, yeah, some pretty bracing. Uh, back to Ramwick, they've had a little bit of renovation on the track and um, had a lot, of, uh, a lot of terrible weather all around the country. But um, hopefully, there might be a storm or two, but we, we're working on probably around a soft six, soft five, maybe even improving. Yeah, it's been really different, since, especially Sydney. It's either pissing, like yesterday there was a bit of storms and today it's a bit of sunny and, yeah, it's been a bit, a bit all over the shop, eh? But, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for a bit of a soft. Are we expecting much more rain? Mate, I don't think there's too much. There might be a thunderstorm tonight, but I think tomorrow's okay. So um, maybe, a, yeah, there might be a storm again tomorrow, but who knows? Like, it's so hit and miss with all these at the moment. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think we'll be out of the heavy. I think we're... If you do around that soft, we should be okay. Yeah, soft six, soft seven, I agree. Um, speaking of tonight, mate, we've got a little uh, Chrissy party tonight. Sky Racing's Chrissy party. Pumped? Mate, free grog. Um, that's uh, that's where I do my best work. That's correct. Um, that was a bit of Kelly's news. actually preparing for it now, so Is he? Well, he's not here. He's, uh, he's just getting a few settlers in early, just getting the eye in, like yeah. cricket, just... Uh, <laughs> Just really preparing. I think I'll be heading up to the stain just before it because we're obviously in Manly. Um, there's a bit of news coming out of Sky, isn't there, with um, a lot of presenters leaving. We we, we know about Joycey moving to Queensland. He's not technically leaving the business, but he's going to be doing a lot of Queensland form. He's moving up to Broadbeach. And then, uh, obviously, Brass is leaving, who's been an absolute like, statue at Sky Racing for a very long time. He's taken up a gig with Racenet and heading up a, an app or some project he's going to be working on. Mate, it's all happening. Two of the nicest blokes going around, uh, Paul Joyce and Tony Brassel, just very easy to work with. I, I did uh, form one with Paul today and, um, yeah, wished him all the best. Hopefully catch up with beer soon. But he um, he's just always a pleasure to work with. And Brass is – he's just – he's got one of the best wits uh, going around, yeah. especially in the racing game. And he's, he's so funny. Like, just uh, back to him writing, like, I think that's where he – Really got started in um, as a journalist and doing tips and yeah maybe even developing a betting app. Um, uh, he's going to be a massive loss to Sky. He's part of the furniture here and um, it won't be the same without him. But uh, everyone needs change, so good luck to good luck to both of them. Yeah, Joyce will be Joyce will still be around, but um, yeah, Brass he's a big loss. He's a big loss. He's such a legend, like you just said. Literally every message I send to him is he just writes in gifts, which is. Fucking hilarious, really. And there's obviously there's a few more moves happening, which um, will be announced pretty soon, I guess. But, yeah, there's going to be a new person, I guess, sitting in the seat on a Saturday with Mardo. They finally signed you as a tipster, or have they been listening to the podcast over the last few weeks? Yeah, def- definitely not me. Um, 
I don't think I could do it. The amount of shit you cop, like, imagine if you like, we cop shit anyway with what we do, just mucking around putting tips out. But imagine if it were actually on the on the telly and doing that. Just you gotta have pretty thick skin to be putting yourself out there, in my opinion. But you gotta have a, you know, someone's gonna have to sit in the seat on Sky Racing One on a Wednesday and a Saturday, and who knows? It could be Brad Davidson or someone like that. You assume, but yep. He's going to yeah, roll up the sleeves. Yeah, tipsters around. Um, yeah, but you're completely right about the thick skin. Like, even just some of the reports on Brassel's comments today. Yeah, but, yeah Mugs just having a go at them, yeah. uh, going to the poorhouse and that. They don't realise how much form and how uh, how good a tipsters these blokes actually are. Yeah. Or- if you see their betting... Betting accounts. Yeah. Yeah. People don't understand that just because you're tipping 10 races or with brass, like four venues, he's only probably betting in like two races. So um, a lot of these guys, obviously, yeah. And when we think of people push it on brass, but brass does like four venues in a day. The others that carry on about having to do one, like, you know, they take hours and hours and hours to properly do form for one venue. And you've brass doing four venues in a day. So whoever takes over from him, good luck having to do a number of venues. So. Yeah, he doesn't sleep too much, the old brass. Uh, <laughs> no. You go back and listen to that podcast we did with him. Um, yeah, he, he doesn't sleep too much, so he, he gets he gets a lot of form done. But, yeah, maybe maybe a bit easier on him at the new joint. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Um, but uh, we look at – we got, like, Tab Villiers and we got those sort of stuff happening this weekend. I think there's uh, – you know, the Inter-Dominion is even happening as well Saturday night. Not that I'm a huge harness man, but I noticed – I'll be out there, actually, yeah. You're going – I think yeah, quite yeah, a few I'll be out going. there for work. So, um, yeah, first time to Menangle. It's actually my second Interdom. I have been to a, a final of an Interdom in Perth before. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, out there for work. It's going to be a nice change of pace. But uh, I've been getting into the the heats over the last few weeks and seeing King of Swing and um, Expensive Ego as well. That Those two going head-to-head, I think that's going to be a big clash. you jumping on King of Swing even though it drew back? Yeah, I think if you can get a decent price for it um, and it drifts a bit more, I, th- I think I'll have to back it. Yeah. Beautiful. All right, we um, we look at Randwick, though, on the weekend. Uh, it's out of Rose Hill compared to the other weeks. We uh, we start with a highway. So Miss Ostend is the fave, uh, number 22. Unusual. Jay Ford's on there. Uh, Barrier 5, it's already into four bucks. Um, Casino Lord, named after myself, Hugh Bohm Hugh and Cody Morgan. We got Midsummer Rain. We got in spades. We got a bunch of these uh, newish ones. So, have you had any thoughts in? Uh, you know, highways are always fun. Yeah. So the reason, um, obviously, this number twenty-two is a bottom one. It's a Canberra horse, and with the Canberra horses in the highways, they do go to the bottom of the list. And same with Mossman Gorge. You don't see it too often that a fourth emergency is favourite for a race, but I think that's the reason why. I think um, if you look at this horse's trials, uh, done pretty well. I think if we get a bit more rain, or even if it's a bit drier, I think things suit this horse and. I think it'd be a lot shorter when it gets the run as well. So maybe take the $4 now because I think it'd be pretty good. And the other one, uh, Golden Gorge, sorry, um, is the other camper horse now with Matty Dale from uh, um, uh, Cody Nestor, who who has given up training. He, um, Yeah, he had big wraps on this. It, it has drawn a, a sticky gate, but I think it, it might be able to run a race with uh, Masha Board as well. So I reckon they're the two for me. But I think Miss Ostend is... Um, Pretty good horse, not for Canterbury tomorrow as well. But if it goes to this race, I'd definitely be, um, I'd definitely be on it. Okay, uh, we go to the Midway, which is unusual. It's on in race number two over the mile. We got Trevest, pretty good horse for Hickman. Uh, Tommy Berry's aboard. Tommy didn't ride last week. Actually, what is Tommy on in the first? He's been winning a bunch of firsts at first races, hasn't he? Anything? 
doesn't even look like he's got a ride. Um, all right, yeah, race two is the midway. We've got Traverse. We've got Media Star Guest. Um, a little bit of chat around that too. The Ron Quinton, Reese Jones claiming three. He's a gentleman running quite well at the moment. We've got Monegal and Remus and Savvy Legend. Uh, you a Traverse fan? Yeah, I think it. I think its first out run was pretty good. I think Tommy Berry uh, probably doesn't have a ride in the first. It's, it's first week in a while. Terry Robinson hasn't had a runner in a highway, so that might be the reason no ride there, and he's probably got a decent book for the rest of the day. Uh, Maybe Stargast, yeah, definitely uh, in with a chance. Um, he's a gentleman stringing a couple together. If we do get um, a bit of weather, I don't think Savvy Legend uh, will be too far away with him either, but... I think Traverse is the best horse in the race, so I'll stick with it. Coming off a pretty good second, I think, at Kembla, wasn't it? Behind, was it Divine Breath? Um, yeah, and there has been chat about Media Star, I guess, too, so it's going to be a bit of a tough one. Uh, race three, uh, 1,100 metre, a bit of a sprint, and Dragonstone is the fave. Tyler Schiller claiming for Mark Newnham. Um, had a good win at Kembla uh, a couple of weeks ago, beating Satin Ribbons. you got Dick in medal as well. That's, I'm just saying that one just because it's a funny name. Um Tommy Perry is aboard. A um, little bit of money for it too. Thirty-one bucks into nineteen. That's uh, Dick and Metal. But Bacchanalia is three dollars ten for uh, Karen and James Cummings. Lady Luxury is there at eight bucks. Tiny, named after a lot of people I know. And Lady Banff, sixteens. Anything? Uh, not after me. Tiny, <laughs> it's named after uh, you, that's yeah. For sure. Um, mate, I, I think it's I think it's between the top two. I'm a big fan of Bacchanalia. 55 kilograms, Karen on, good win at Canterbury last start. Dragonstone, though, was really impressive. Had everything go for it. Tyler claiming the three as well. I think it's going to be a real close battle between the two. I reckon back, uh, back of Bacchanalia is probably the better one, though. So I'll stick with that. I think Karen's going to have a pretty good day. One at odds who could run a race. You're getting 480 to place is Meg as well. It's coming off some, uh, some good wins in its first prep. Might need to run, yeah. but uh, look out for Meg as well. Yeah. Meg. Good. Um, race number four is the Christmas Cup and Hem, Herman Essay, uh, named after one. Uh, Kiramara and Dave Eustace coming a little bit too. It's already $2.50. You've got Mighty Beal at threes on a little bit of a drift. Hush Rider. Um, it's always there. It's going to lead and um, be hard to catch. Timmy Clark and your King Charisma. A little bit of money too. Tens into seven. And then we go out to pretty big odds. Uh, who are you liking the distance race, mate? I reckon my Bell's just been so consistent. I've got to be with it. Huey and uh, Chris Waller, I think, um, yeah, just coming off a really good run in that uh, ATC Cup last start. Uh, beaten by Polly Gray, but it wasn't too far off. I think it ran a pretty, pretty good race, and I think it sets up pretty well here. If they're making up a bit of ground and the track's pretty even after these uh, renovations and you see a few running on from behind, I just can't get that uh, win out of my mind of Daniloquin. Um, going going vibe and eloquent at Gosford, uh, Gosford two yeah. starts ago. Yeah, so Brocky Ryan on uh, nice low weight. I think it could be a knockout. Uh, maybe 26. take the four sixty the place. Yeah, but I'm with Mighty Beal. Nice, $26 as well for that delinquent. Uh, race five is the English Nursery. So, Boldino is fave for Kieran Maher and Eustace. You've got Huey Bowman aboard. You've got Athletica, named after me. There we go. $5 in from six. Uh, Timmy Clark and the Waterhouse combo. Val Spa, $7.50. El Padrino, $8.50. And then we go to doubles um, with Calgary Stampede, etc. Uh, look, this is something I don't know a heap about. Obviously, they're newish horses. Have you got any thoughts? Mate, listening to uh, Formline, there was a 
a lot of good wraps on these two Melbourne horses, the uh, the two Karamar ones. So I think back El Padrino and back Boldino, or if they, there's a bit of money for both, which I think there will be, um, they're the two I want to be on. Um, they, they're coming out of far better, <coughs> excuse me, far better form. Um, yeah, so I think that that's the upside for both of them. And El, uh, El Padrino's eight fifty two, so maybe that. Yeah, one. yeah, for sure. Um, Tommy on um, one for the Snowdens as well. Cal- Calgary Stampede, I think it'll improve, but it's got a bit of a sticky gate. And it's a few first starters haven't done too much form on. Lord of the Hunter was disappointing after we thought it might go a bit all right. Um, but, yeah, go with the two Melbourne ones for me. All right, race six. Um, what do we got over the 1,200? Irish Angel, good horse. So already in from four bucks. It's now $3.40. Uh, we got Incredulous Dream, Tommy Berry's riding for Kieran Ma. 480 that's come in. Silver Rose, we know that horse. That's 480. Exotic Ruby. Uh, Jenny Duggan, who's absolutely flying. She's doing so well. She's riding for Bjorn Baker, claiming two. Had a good win uh, last week, maybe a week before. At Ramwick on Exotic Ruby. Cloudy is going around. Rachel King and Cummings. Then we've got Snippy Fox, Blazing Miss, I Say Hello, etc. But decent money, I guess, for Irish Angel, a credulous dream. You with any of them? Yeah, I think Irish Angel is pretty impressive winning first up. Um, uh, I got back ran on pretty well against Cloudy. Um, get, uh, yeah, and just only makes it, what, another two kilos more. Um, yeah, I think Collett and Waller, Link up for another winner here. Uh, incredulous dreams, definitely, definitely got a big chance. One at odds as well as Snippy Fox. Good, good win first up. Joe Pride flying at the moment. So is Jack Ford actually. So he comes into his own here a bit. Um, yeah, I'll go Irish Angel. Irish Angel. <laughs> Um, race number seven is a snap dancer. That's the first leg of the quaddy. Karen McAvoy and Eustace. Eustace has got a bunch of runners this meeting. Uh, four bucks, 11-11. Good horse. Good win the other week. Grant Hickman, Keegan Latham's riding. Come in a touch, 440. Southern Lads there. Volpine. Dream Circle Special Award. Um, what are your thoughts around Volpine? Is that going to run as well as it did last start? Yeah, I think Volpine could run a bit of a race. I do like Southern Lad here. It uh, doesn't go very well in the bottom list, and I think it will improve. Uh, it's run on Cup Day. Uh, first up was pretty good. Gets Huey back on. Bit of money for 11-11. Uh, goes so well this time of year. So you can see it. I think Snap Dance is non for Queensland as well. Um, so just see what happens there. But, yeah, give, uh, Edison's another knockout from yeah. there as well. Uh, I think it's uh, going to improve a lot from its first up run. What do you reckon, Cowie? Uh, good day, Tatters. <laughs> Welcome, Kohai. Yeah. Oh, I just thought I might make a cameo. I've just been typing up a storm out outside this office, and I thought I might just pop my head in. Uh, Tommy's. I, I really like Edison. I think last start was just too too bad. Like, I, it's just a pen through it. Eleven, eleven. I was on it last start, but I won't be backing it this start. I think it's a little bit on the underside, and I, I don't know. Snap dance. That's a real question mark horse for me. So I'd be taking the odds with Edison. Beautiful. All right, we are up to race number eight. This is the Villiers Stakes. Obviously, there's two favourites at the top of the market. You've got Ellsberg at 480. Steely has been backed. And look, I just thought I'd just add in uh, a special guest. Uh, a friend of mine, Gab, he's had a bunch of horses in the bars. He's a, he's a fellow school teacher, primary as you may. It's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a piss take, actually, his job. Um, but he's had a bunch of horses. He has a decent share in Steely, which is fucking Honestly, won every single time I haven't been on. So I've backed it this week, uh, Gab. Uh, looks like it's not going to win. So, mate, how are you? Welcome to the podcast. 
Oh, good to be here. Good to know that our Steely's going to run a dead motherless laugh. Thank you for carrying your money off the sack sack. 100% that he's not going to run well now. Well, okay, before that, what what is your you, – you have a pretty strong interest in racing, right? Like, it's not often we see just a primary school teacher that has a sudden – you know, where did your, I guess, interest in racing begin? We used to work together at a pub and whatnot, but we used to love a punt. But what, what's the story? I reckon about nine years ago, I was down at Ranwick and I was just there with mates having a drink. And then I did said, the horses walked past me. I see where I just fell in love. I saw the people on the AstroTurf next to me. And I said, one day I'm going to have a horse here. It's going to win here. And that will be me. <laughs> and six horses later, we we're finally there. It's taken a while. Um, you know, absolutely obsessed with the game, mate. And just not just the punting. Like, the punting's fun, but just the whole back end of it, the pedigrees, the bloodstock, the, you know, there's a whole process that goes on behind it. It's just, you know, I fell in love with it and got a bit obsessed with it, to be honest. Well, I think that, I think that Tommy has had a, you know, he's had some group one wins with some horses he's had and, you know, you're on your way. I think Kohai and myself need to step up to the game, mate, King. So, Gab's on his way with Steely, fucking running in a group two. What's it worth this week? Fucking 750000 Yeah. You just got engaged, mate, too. Yeah, so there goes that money. But hopefully the next race I can hopefully pocket a dollar because I'm not going to see a dollar of this. No. Um, there's the wedding, though. There's I, the wedding. I do like it. I, I did. I, Gab's already, I already said, like, what's the story? He said, I, I gave her, I gave the missus, her, was it her birthday present was a ticket for Steely this weekend? Yeah. So <laughs> if, if she saw, if she put a penny and saw the stakes win, she'd be all over it. So, yeah. I, you know, you got to give her an interest in it. And then, you know, we all walk out. Happy. Um, all walk out with a smile on our face and no one asks questions. How were the celebrations after the win at Kembla? Oh, mate, I, I think I was walking on clouds for about seven days. Like, it was – Oh, I hate saying it, but I was quietly confident. I just – I had this feeling that after his Goulburn run, I couldn't stop watching it and he, you know, good track. He missed the kick by like three lengths and came storming home over 1,400. And I just had this feeling that over 1,600, wet, wet ground – like he, he had to carry the weight and that's probably what pulled him back. But he, he's flying. He's, he's super underestimated by the market as well. And that's, I think it's the best thing about racing is if you had a $2 favorite going around every week, mm. yep. You, you, <laughs> you'd have to have a solid clip at it to make some extra cash, but he's been going around it, you know, far out. Yeah. Like, so he, he won at roast 12 sixes, eights. Like he's the one when he's winning, he's winning at pretty good fucking odds too. And he's running really well on heavy. So Tommy and I were speaking before we were expecting maybe soft six, soft seven, maybe on the weekend. He's had a win in the soft, hasn't he? Yeah. He runs on everything. That's the thing <laughs> with him. Like, I think that in my head, I thought I wanted a heavy just because he just dominated last, his last heavy run. He yeah. really liked He zoomed past Great House. Like, in Great House, there's no slouch. Great House, after he made Great House, like, he was standing still. Yeah, Great House won two group threes right after it, and then went to fifth in Caulfield and then ran the Melbourne. So, yeah. the Melbourne Cup. So, like, the form there, like, just standing by itself is huge. Um, I think on a soft, I think oh, he runs on everything. I, I've, got, I've got to say it to believe that he can't run. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. So. You look at the stats, right? So he's won. He's won four times on the good. He's won on the soft. And he's won three times on the heavy. For stats of what twenty starts and eight wins, it's fucking insane. Yeah. No. He's just got that. He's got that gait. He's just got that large bounding leap, and he just. You watch this thing like um, come around a bend. His ears are pricked, and he's just getting to a rhythm. It's, yeah. it's a. It's a crazy sight to watch. It doesn't even look like he's off the bit. He's just getting pushed along, and it's. 
Uh, I don't know. I, th- I think you'll get him. You'll see him out this prep. I think you'll see him out the longer distances and hopefully see him really hit that line strong because I think he's got a lot of he's got a bit further in him. Was the plan always to go to the Villiers, or is it just the recent form that's just taken him? You know, Gerald's obviously super confident with it. So, was it? Yeah. What was the plan with it long term? Uh, he had he had Villiers in his sight. He had the gong. To be honest, he he wanted to get in the gongs um, second up. That was his plan. If he got the, the gong second up into a Villiers, um, that was the plan. He had that plan a while out, just with that benchmark rating. He didn't actually make the gong, but he was confident that he could. Um, you know, he was doing so well at home that the the eighty eight wouldn't be a problem. And then obviously knocking that eighty eight over with big weight, he's got himself with a, with a lightweight fifty three kegs in a Villiers, and mm. like, he's a he's a horse in form. He just and he, he's got one of those, you know, you you love to own a horse that puts himself on speed, jumps well, and, um, you know, he's always there. He, yep. he doesn't leave much to the imagination. He's never riding for luck. He's kind of always at the front or middle of the pack. Um, also, if you watch Form 1 tonight as well, a uh, bit of a spoiler, Paul Joyce has made it his best of the day, and he couldn't agree more with you. He thinks it sets up pretty well, just... He starts ultra consistent and um, yeah, just he's going to things they're going to lead him leave him behind in the Villiers as well. So um, and, the, and the money supports it as well. Yeah. I think what were we eight dollars early on the week now four eighty. Mm. So uh, massive chance. And you, yeah, you're obviously got Karen on right. So no Josh Parr this week. No, we all wanted Josh. Josh is un- invincible on it. He's um he's won all his races on him. Kieran won actually. Kieran won on him when he debuted. Um, he debuted over 14 and he won on him and then he hasn't been back on him since this hot streak with Josh. Um, but, you know, we don't really lose much for Kieran. He runs right 53. Yeah. Like, like, it's a blessing. And Gerald's smart enough that he booked Kieran in advance, knowing that um, knowing that he'd get the lightweight. And, yeah, just it's, – yeah, it's just one of those things. It's kind of all – Landing kind of in place, but you know he's got to still got to do on the day. Exactly. It's a race, and you've and, got um, you've got course. Ellsberg that's going to try and take the piss up the front, right? So Gerald Ryan's fucking laughing having Ellsberg and Steely, but um, when you've got Ellsberg, obviously trying to with Timmy Clark, who's the best front runner in the fucking game, where where do you yeah. want to be set? I reckon I reckon they'd be happy, you know, four back, one out, just with cover. They'd be happy with that. Yeah. I don't. He really needs something to catch. He just can't be hitting. He can't be too close to the front. He just he needs to be always chasing something, and that will you'll get the best out of him like that. I don't think if he hits, um, you find that last race he when he had that sixty kilos and he came past um was that horse Zushak on the, his last oh, yeah. race. He kind of he, he he can still get away from you, but you know if he's got something to chase, he'll he'll build up the revs and just like he did at Randwick. And he finished off last prep. When he's got the revs up, he's he got some serious bounding and he can fly. So he just hasn't really been tested. And hopefully we might get to see the best of him. Because I think he's um you could see him go to another level and he's just been waiting. He probably needs a race like this to get to another level. Um, Would you suggest that he's going towards the Donny, mate? Should we have some little all in money or pre Hey, is is there even a market on him? Do you have to request it? Can we get hundred and ones? We can ask. No, he's already um, in the market for the Donny. Is he? Stand by. What's the price? But what what would um getting a ballot? He's 101. 101 and 26 for the Donny. Hold on, hold on, give me a sec. <laughs> That's on tab. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I 
you, I think you might find that he's going to be – he'll go to the Summer Cup after this. So he'll – um, I think that's 2000, 2000 yeah. on Boxing Day. So we'll see where – and that could just completely change the game, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like um, the Donny 1600, he's got a turn of foot. Is he – depends where Gerald wants to go with him. He could go further, could stay sharp, sharper distances. How far do you think it could travel? Now, his mum's an Oaks winner. Like, yeah, I, so 24, I remember, 26, yeah, right. Yeah, I remember buying him, and I honestly – when he had a breeze up, he clocked like 10, 1080, ears pricked. And I saw the breeding all too hard out of Oaks when I just thought, sheesh, man, this horse is clicking fast time with his ears pricked. He's got to, like, have some sort of staying pedigree. He's doing that easy. Yeah. So Met- Metrop last year, next year is what you're saying. Oh, man, that sounds good. <laughs> well, we've got to get uh, through this big- week, don't we? But <laughs> I'm, happy to, I'm happy to win anywhere, to yeah. be honest. Like, this is just like... And we were winning benchmark 64s with Steely last prep, like all well, the prep before. You've always said that your dream was just to have a runner on a Saturday. So you've done oh. that with a couple, and now you look, you're running in a group too. So it's exciting. Um, but obviously, we're, we're going to get off Steely's dick for a second. And yes. obviously, Ellsberg <laughs> is there at 480. We've got Brutality at nines. We've got Bandersnatch, Stockman, who knows, can fly from the back. Crea Daris as well. A uh, little bit of money for Crea Daris, but then it drifted back out. Um, I am Superman as well, but please. Uh, Tom, are you with Steely? I, I think it's got a massive chance, that's for sure. I'm, I'm also a big Stockman fan, um, but it'll really depend on the day. If uh, we're getting a few leaders and the tracks uh, tend to be leaderish, I'll definitely be all over Steely. Um, and if they're coming from behind, maybe even a Cornella with Steely and Stockman, because I think Stockman's run was pretty huge, but... A very open race, but Steely's set up pretty well. I wish I got eight dollars. I definitely would uh would have taken it. Yeah. Well, Gab, you were putting it all over your Instagram story, saying where you could get the best price and don't take this and take this. So that was good. Coey, are you with Steely? I'm kind of. Uh, I like Steely, but the, at the moment, eight bucks would have been perfect. Four forty. I'm kind of steering away from the price. I think there's a bit of value in the middle of the market. Um, I do still. I've said this the last two weeks, but finally I think the conditions suit for brutality. Yeah. If it is red hot up front and if the soft six, soft seven range hits, I think uh, I can envision that it'll probably track from the back. And if there was an omen, but I guess Rachel King's out there to make, make it a three-peat for the Villiers, uh, one on Quackerjack 2019 and Graceful Glamour last year. So she'd be the first in uh, Villiers history on Cryderis. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's a proper market watch this and see if it is a little bit on rails bias but i mean we'll wait and see i remember i was talking to a couple of the, the sky guys and obviously one of them has ellsberg obviously joycey has steely i think davo has brutality so yeah very open and obviously gab you're with steely so i'll go with steely too i'll jump on the back but um let's have a look gab will stay around for the next two races you got um the mile racing race number nine uh lakeen obviously for godolphin and karen so karen's hopefully going to be running a race to race double here gab so this is 550 to 460 there's Fucking good coin for equation, Tommy Berry and Annabelle. Uh, originally up in tens, it's already fives. Bluff and Bluster. I know Joycey kind of liked that from memory. Caesar's Palace. Fuck, if, if this thing's going around again, this is obviously a friend of the show's horse as well. Uh, Moober is Almahaha. They're all there as well. Tommy, uh, thoughts? Yeah, I think uh, the top two in the market for me, um, 
Lacane, hopefully uh, Karen's just went on Steely and then backs it up. I think um, its run first up was uh, pretty good. A uh, bit, bit disappointing last start, but I think if Karen gets the best out of it, I think Lacane will be very hard. Equation's last run was very good, uh, finishing strong for second. Behind and, Steely. Um, yeah, behind Steely. And if Tommy um, can get the best out of Equation, then uh, I think it's a massive chance as well. Where are you, Coey? Super disappointed with how equations come up this prep. I'm kind of in two minds. I think the price for Murbury's is over. Uh, I think Tommy Sherry's claim, one and a half, runs around in 88 for fun. Comes out of group three company last start. Second up, record's not too bad. It's five stars, one win, and a minor. Uh, it probably, and it can handle pretty much any condition. And if it is within the, the soft range, I think it wouldn't be a bad bet. Nine bucks right now. I'd probably take the overs on that, but... You can see where the money's kind of gravitated towards the Keen equation. Bluff and Blast has got 52 kilos on its back, so that's probably why there's a little bit of a push for it. But, yeah, I'm happy to take it on and go mover is here. Who are you going with, Gab? Race number nine. After a big win in the Villiers, who are you loading your coin onto? <laughs> uh, you know, naturally looking at was looking at the Keen equation, but, yeah, I actually was um, – I just saw mover is down there at nine bucks, 290 a place. I'd – I, I remember watching this last run. I think it ran against Ellsberg or something. Yeah, it did. Mate, first up, I wasn't expecting anything from Mooberry's first up. I've, I've been following Mooberry's, ran around in a prep around Steely's time and kept following it. And it's a it's a good horse. And first up to, you know, it almost loomed around the bend like it was going to do something. Um, but, yeah, no, I'll be happy to take that second up with the claim. Nine, two, nine, so, nine bucks on the tab. So, so Collett's, Collett's obviously off and Tommy Sherry on, claiming one and a half. We go to the last race of the day, obviously the fun one, Brooks Buyer for Nash and Waller. Uh, it's been pretty heavily backed to 420 into 270. Dynamic Impact, Josh Parr and Baker at fives. You've got Blesk, Fleetwood, Macca, Love Planet and Petronius. Um, good coin for Brooks Buyer, Tommy, and maybe like a little bit of coin for the... Um, Petronius, Timmy Clark, if we're on a lead up, what do you think? I, I like Brooks Bar. I think it, it's um Twana Waller's coming back. A bit like Solar Apex through the week. It's like early prep, uh going for the group form. And uh this horse is a run in the group one as well. So he's got an opinion of it. He's taking his time. He he's finished second first up. I think it'll, there's a bit of improvement. Nash on, uh I think it's gonna be hard to beat. Coey is pointing at something with dynamic impact. I'm just having a browse, boys, but um, Dynamic Impact, I I only have queries about it because Baker in the last has been absolutely the goods here. So, you know, like if you're a Baker fan, and it's almost like a little bit of an omen bet, but, you know, it's one, two on the trot, so winning form's good form. I don't mind it being double the price of Book, Brooks by, but Tommy's pretty much not. Nash on board, I think that's a big plus for it. Uh, Expat absolutely drilled them last start, uh, just let him up and just waved them goodbye at the top of the turn. So that form, I reckon, carries a little bit of weight. It being benchmark 78 as well. Um, the rest is just blown out, really. There's only three horses single figures here. So I'd be I'd be happy to take on Dynamic Impact, but wouldn't, would it surprise me if Brooksbyer wins? No. No. Um, Gab, any thoughts? Are you with Brooksbyer? Yeah. I actually thought this was one of the better bets of the day. Brooksbyer thought that Nash on board, gate one, will push up water hold spot and... Oh, I, dynamic impacts when it was pretty, pretty outstanding. Um, it was actually the race after one of the last races and cut after Sealy's. I remember watching going, oh, that, that can't win, and it was something special. Gate ten could be a bit of speed on if it, you know, if it all goes his way, 
be fine. But yeah, Brooks Fire. Brooks Buyer, 270, and uh, that is race number 10. So what we normally do, Gab, here is uh, come back with a multi. All right, uh, multi-time. I am including old mate Steely. So he's going in. I'm going to chuck him in a win. I've got Brooks Buyer to win the last at uh, Ramwick. I'm going to Melbourne, danced to Dubai. It's in race three. It's in a bit of a sprint race. I'm hoping it goes... It's, hopefully it goes three in a row. I might chuck it in for a place, though. You're getting about $1.80 for a place. And obviously, uh, our Z-Run horse shooting for gold. That's race number seven up in Eagle Farm. That to win. And I've just got myself 72 to one. If you want to chuck in that horse to win at Dance Dubai, enjoy 170 to one. But uh, I'm going safe. Gabrielle, what are you doing? I'm going with the good old blue to start off. I've got Bacchanalia in race three at Randwick. And then three races later, can get a bit of Tommy Berry on Incredulous Dream to place and a big, fat, steely win, and that'll send you straight to the heavens, walk out with a big purse and all laugh for the bank together. What's it paying? Uh, it's under 27 bucks. Beautiful. Thomas? Uh, I've gone three. When Brooks filed you, Zach, on Mighty Beal as well, think he gets up. And just go to the Red Hots in Trotter's final, uh, <laughs> into Dominion Trotter's final. Majestic man stepping up to 3,000 should win. Gab, um, you got a few owners in there, including Majestic man. Did you, uh, sorry, including um, Mark Whiteman, how, how did you come? Did you just bunch of, get a bunch of mates in Steely? Is that how you came? You found it and a bunch of mates I was um, looking, I, I'm, as I said, I'm a bit of a sales nerd, and I went through the sales and the catalogue and, when I found this all too hard um, colt, um, yeah, I, I saw that Gerald Ryan bought him and I gave Gerald a call and, yeah, I met all those guys and it's said, just pick the horse, pick the pedigree, get, called the trainer, got on the horse, met all the owners. It's been the most epic ride so far. It is oh, a great awesome. bunch of people. It's seriously unreal. Bit of a DJ. Coey, you're, you're multi. Oh, yeah, right. Um, we'll shoot up north first. Uh, we'll go to the Callaway Gal, one of the features up there. I reckon XO Lady, it's real smart, handy type, 310 overs with against a lot of inexperienced types. Take that into Randwick. We'll go to the Christmas Cup. Herman Hess, big, big thoughts about this horse. I think Kieran Maher and Eustace will... I reckon it'll have a big campaign in the autumn. I've just got a little, little feeling it might be heading towards Sydney Cupway, so... Uh, I think it's it's worth a little dabble with 250 on the nose, and then the Red Hots. We're here, baby. Uh, grand final night Saturday. Two place bets: the Black Prince in the uh, Constellation to place for 220, and Malcolm's Rhythm to place in the Paces final for 370. That'll give you about 63 bucks. 63 of the best. Beautiful. Imagine if any of these land. It'd be fantastic. If, if Steely is fucking just a, an anchor for me and you, Gab, that's going to be fucking brilliant little watch. Whew, I'm, I'm, I'm retiring. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them you say it's a $75,000 race and, yeah, enjoy. <laughs> You're going out there, I assume? Yeah, I'll be there. For the, for there. the card or just for the quaddy legs? Uh, yeah, I'll probably get there around race six, race five, race Swan six. Swan on like into couple, the group two. You know, lo- lose my money and... um. Win it back. It's a good way to do it. All right. Thank you, boys. Uh, enjoy. Fucking fingers crossed, Gab. And um, happy days. All right. Thanks for joining. Later. Cheers, boys. Thanks, mate.